All right, everybody, come on in and share the feed if you can. This is a special interview here on The Holler. I'm Justin, The Holler co-founder. We're tnholler.com is where you can find us at the TN Holler on Twitter and Facebook. We're also at Seville Holler, Cookville Holler. We have regional hollers all throughout the state. One of them is Cookville Holler, and Cookville Holler has been covering a very important story here in Tennessee that uh, is pertinent and relevant for everybody in our state. And, and we have some brave people here to help us talk about this today. Uh, first, let me just say hi, Carol Ann, Elizabeth Ann, Tanya, and Chloe. How are you guys today? We're good. Good. Thank you. Well, thank you for being here today. Thank you for speaking up bravely. Um, just for context for people who are just signing in now, they are in Overton County. These are students at Livingston Academy, and they have spoken up about a teacher named Mark Lee. I think we should name him who is in. He was a Livingston Academy teacher. He has just finished serving a 90 day suspension, and he has decades of sexual harassment allegations going back all the way to 2003. Uh, the person who accused him in 2003 is not with us today, could not be with us today, but we have two students here today with us, uh, uh, Elizabeth Ann and Chloe, who have bravely spoken up. I guess I'm going to start with the, the daughters here. Uh, I'll start with, I think it was Tanya or Chloe first, right? So Chloe, if you could start by telling us what happened here. I know it's a longer story, but if you could give some context to uh, a Mark Lee and, and how you came to speak out about what he was doing. Um, well, it uh, was just, I was a freshman and I was placed in his class. And um, from the beginning, you know, it was pretty normal. But then very soon it was, he would make little comments that I wouldn't really think nothing of it. And then they progressed to comments that would really bother me. And, you know, the other students would know that they were directed towards me and they would, they thought it was weird too. And um, I told my mom about it and everything. And then a school teacher actually came to me and asked me if he was saying inappropriate things to me. Um, that he had caught wind of it from around the school. And I said, yeah, that I was actually going to talk to somebody about it that day because that's what me and mom had decided. And then he said, well, we're going to handle the issue right now, so let's go to the office. We went to the office, and um, they asked me the kinds of things that he said, and I told them, you know, he would re refer to me as the term fat, P-H-A-T, um, that he liked to watch my mouth form words, um, that um, he liked his women little, and every now and again he wanted one with a little bit more, uh, that uh, he would make comments about how he had cheated on his wife in the past or things like that, and how he always liked to get around in college and his party days and things. And I told them all that, and their first question was to me was, well, are you dressing provocatively? They, uh, I called my mom whenever I went up there and they, uh, they sent me back to class once she got there and then called me up again later once she was gone. And then we, I, that was 
really the end of it. Then my mom took things into her own hands. Well, thank you for, for sharing that, uh, Elizabeth. And had you known about what Chloe had been through and, you know, how much context did you have? And if you could tell us your own story, that would be great. Uh, yeah, before we even, I even got in high school, everyone told me, like, when we found out we had classes, I was like, I have monthly, leave, which I had no idea who this man was. And everybody warned me that, you know, he was going to make like comments to me and stuff like that that he's always done that and that was normal there evidently and so um at the first one i went started his class he really didn't say anything and then he eased on into it like with little comments saying how my jeans made my butt look good or um what was it? oh he would look down my shirt and look red, um and it would just go and notice that when he got to the point where he would touch me. But one of the students that was in the class um, went to the office one day without anybody knowing and told the office about it. And they called the other students that was in the class with me. And they asked them about it. And they all agreed because everybody was saying it. He'd done it in front of everybody. And... Uh, they called me to the office and they asked me about it. I was like, yeah, that it happens a lot. And uh, they told me, they was like, okay, you're going to call your mom, which they didn't. So I called my mom myself and told her about everything that had happened. And which she called up there and made an appointment to come up there and talk to them or whatever. And they told us that they would take care of the situation, which they didn't because... He's still there and he's doing it. And I mean, that's pretty much yeah. it. Well, uh, as a father of a four-year-old daughter, I can't imagine what this must be like for the parents. Uh, moms, let's talk to you now for a minute. Carol Ann, uh, what was your reaction when you heard and what happened next? I was heartbroken. I was just absolutely beside myself, me and my husband both. We couldn't believe that this had happened to our child. We had sent our child to school to be safe, and she wasn't. And I don't understand that to this day, why this happened to my sweet child. Uh, Tanya, how about you? When you heard from Chloe, what was happening? Uh, I understand from, I think your other daughter's statement on Facebook that they had pulled her into the office without you and that you had to rush over there and put a stop to that. What was going through your mind? I was mortified like any parent would be. Um, who expects that to happen to their child, especially somewhere that they're supposed to be safe and protected. Um, and frankly, they weren't. They aren't. Um, and what's even more mind-blowing is the fact that we went through every avenue, every course we were supposed to take in reporting it 
to everyone that we were supposed to report it to, and still no one did nothing. They just ignored it. Nothing. For months and months and months and months until we finally gave up. Because you don't know what avenue to go to. And then here we are. It happens again. And no one can explain to you why they did nothing and why they don't do anything. Well, let's drill down on that for a minute. Um, I know that you reported it. My understanding is you signed an affidavit. You filled out an affidavit, Chloe, and so did other girls, including a police officer's daughter, saying that they had heard him saying these things. What did the school do? They pulled me from his class and they put me into another teacher's class. And they told me that I didn't need to go to the bathroom on his side of the um, school because it might disturb his class. So that meant, and um, I had to walk, you know, to the whole entire other side of the building just to use the bathroom. Um, they, one time he was put in um, my testing room as the teacher and they pulled me from the class and stuck me in another class and said that that they didn't want that to be another disturbance or any other issues brought up. So, so they were blaming you essentially. That's what they made it seem like, whether that was their intentions or not. Right. So you, it was, it's up to you to stay away from him. You as the, I mean, you know, not, not to say this insultingly, but legally speaking, you're a child, you're not an adult and they put the responsibility on you to avoid this man rather than do anything about it. I think it's worth for context understanding that there is a relationship between him and I'm a little confused about it, but the principal is or was his cousin. And the, in Chloe's situation, um, the current principal now was not the principal. Okay. It, it's but, not, it wasn't the same office faculty then. Well, there is some, uh, there's a relationship between Mark Lee and administration. Also, are, are related, uh, the current principal and Mr. Lee. And then there's also something about uh, the director of schools is married to a former student. So I guess what I'm trying to get at is, you know, there might be something systemic about the attitude towards, you know, students and and girls. And, you know, we, we have seen this in the state legislature. There is a man named Rep. David Byrd who apologized on tape for having relations with three accusers and he is still being protected. He's still a state legislature, state legislator. He's running for reelection after saying he wouldn't. So there's sort of a level of protectionism going on and excuses being made about these situations. Uh, what do there's, you, yes, yeah, sorry. There, there is to a, a certain, um, a certain matter, but the one thing that that um, I really feel like needs to be said here um, is that the current principal now, uh, Mr. Melton, is the only one in three years who reached out to ask me what happened to my child. To ask me after he was faced with what Elizabeth was going through, to ask me what my daughter went through because he inherited the problem, I feel like, 
uh, but he actually listened and, and was the one who gave the initial um, suspension, though the relation or not. Um, so he did get suspended. And now what is the school board doing about this? I understand that he was going to be reassigned to an elementary school. Mm -hmm. uh, there was backlash to that idea. We've, we've tried to help fuel the, that backlash fire. It sounds like they're reconsidering that, but he is still a teacher. Are, do you have a sense of what the school board can do? I know that there was an investigation. They, they, they didn't charge him with anything. What can be done? I, it's my understanding um, a school board member finally uh, made contact with me after the school board meeting that night to explain to me that um, once the investigation was complete with the TBI um, and the district attorney, Bryant Dunaway, um, that then it was back into the school board's hands and they were to report um, the complaints to the state of Tennessee over the board. In which, um, if, had that had happened, if even it had happened in Chloe's case, once that happens, his file is flagged to say that he's under investigation for whatever, inappropriate behavior, you know, whatever. Um, which means, from what they explained to me, that he cannot go to another school or district and apply for a teaching position because once they check the background that shows that he is flagged in an under investigation um, that if he does want to remain teaching it has to be in this same district um, and wherever they've chosen to move him until whatever findings or investigation is complete because he is a tenured teacher I understand they tell me it's very hard to um, do anything with the situation. So that's See, why we that's hard. Like I, I'm all for unions. I believe in unions. I believe in job security, but there are certain things that should override that. And exactly. this is certainly one of them. He has been suspended for 90 days for this exactly. thing. And yet despite being suspended, they're still letting him be a teacher. So, you know, the idea that, the school board is powerless, which I saw them sort of try to claim at the school board meeting. The idea that, oh, the statute of limitations has run out, so the DA can't do anything, which I spoke to him. You know, he said he was looking at it from a criminal perspective. Okay, but somebody needs to be able to do something to protect our children. Think or The, the thing about it is, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, go ahead. The way it's been explained to me, anybody and that system can say anything they want to, to my little girl, your little girl, any little girl, whether it be appropriate or not. And it is not considered criminal because they are not adults. Right, but- We're but in the force and, and these instances that happen, it's grounds for immediate dismissal. Of course, and so it's like, I believe it was Michael said at the school board meeting, there's a difference between criminal and moral, and moral and what's right. And so if the DA and I actually have a, you know, this here, which the DA said, I wouldn't want my daughter in his classroom. The DA said that to me on the phone. 
you know, if the DA is saying that and the school board suspended him, the idea that they are going to let this man have any contact with children of any sort, you know, they may, it's mortifying. They may not be able to lock him up. It's absolutely wrong. Right. Right. And so protect our children. Yeah. That, that is as mothers and fathers, that's our job to protect our children. And that's what me and Tanya and my husband are trying to do here. They're not going to touch our little girls anymore. We're trying to protect everyone else's children. The children right. are in County. And that people right. need to stand with us and help us and fight that school board and go to the meetings and do what they're supposed to do. And right. And, and as... Right. And as Carol Ann and I were talking about before we came on the air, by the way, someone, there's a little crinkling. So I don't know if you guys can hear that too, but maybe you can mute your mic while you're not talking or something like that, just so we can get clean audio. But what what we were talking about before we came on was in these situations, and we saw it with Rep. David Bird and Christy Rice, the main thing is to keep the pressure on. This isn't something that you just say one thing and then everybody jumps to it. No, this has to be a sustained effort to, you know, bring people together to shine a light on the situation, keep the pressure on people at these school board meetings. What you girls are doing right now, just even coming on here and being willing to tell your story. I mean, you know, I live not in your County. I don't live in Overton County. I don't live where you live. I know it can't be easy to be doing this. I know you're in a situation where a lot of people probably know each other and know each other's business. This is not an easy thing for you all to be doing. And what makes it easier is when people come to support you. So, you know, I hope that people will support you. What do you, what do you, Elizabeth Ann, what did you hope to achieve when you made that video speaking out about your situation, which couldn't have been easy to make? Uh, just so people would know what happened. And know right. that it's not something that you should take lightly, which they are. Right. And, and what has the reaction been, uh, Tanya or Carol Ann, in, in the area from people around you all? I know that there has been some backlash on Facebook, online. Sometimes those are the loudest. But what has been the general vibe in the people in your immediate vicinity? Have people been supportive? I can say um, in our situation, we have had a lot, a lot of support and a, a lot of people have been gracious and, and thankful that we have made it aware. Um, just so you can keep an eye out for your children and, and, and hopefully they're never faced with this, what our children were. Carol Ann, how has the reaction been around you? the same people have been very gracious and very talking about how strong that the girls are and how proud they are of them and i'm proud of both the, of, of all levels for coming forward and everyone for coming forward but you know there's, there's there's been a lot of negativity too and and that comes with it and i understand that everybody's entitled to their own opinion but it's heartbreaking. These are children that this is happening to, and and this is wrong. This is wrong. What's happened to my child and to Tony's child and to every girl out there 
It's wrong. Uh, it's got to stop. Chloe and Elizabeth Ann, I know that we're in a pandemic right now. Uh, I don't think you've graduated, right? You're both still theoretically in school. Or, Chloe, have you graduated? I've graduated. Okay. We essentially pulled her out of school. You pulled her out of school. No one would protect her at school. And so she finished her her high school years homeschooling and, and working. Wow. Okay. And and Elizabeth Ann, what grade are you in right now if, if you're I'm back at school? You're going to be a sophomore. Uh, how do you feel about the idea of going back to school in person? Uh, do you feel more comfortable knowing that he won't be there? Or do you feel like this is not a place that can protect you? I mean, I feel comfortable. I mean, he's gone, so there isn't really anything to worry about. Well, that's good to hear. Uh, well, I appreciate you all being on here. I just want to give you each a chance now to sort of get your message out to maybe to the school board first and foremost, and also to people. How how, how would you hope, what do you want to see happen, Carol Ann? Why don't we start with you? What do you want to see happen next? And how can people help you make that happen? I want to see people stand for these girls. And I want these girls, I want, I want justice for these children. That's what I want. I want these children to be safe when they go to school and not have to worry about a predator. I want safety for the Overton County children. That seems like a reasonable ask. Uh, Tanya, do you agree? Is that what we're looking for here? And does that come in the form of Mark being fired? I never want this to happen to another child again. That's yeah. our goal. Chloe? I don't think it's too much to ask. I really don't. I no, it, it certainly isn't. Need to be safe. Chloe, Elizabeth Ann, anything else you want to say? Would you have any final thoughts for people? As we let you go here, I really do appreciate you both coming on here and being willing to talk. And, you know, we have been involved in putting pressure on David Byrd at the legislature, and we will certainly help try to lift up this story as much as we can here at the Holler. Thank you, Justin. We very much. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Chloe, uh, sorry. I, I, do you have anything you want to say, Chloe, Elizabeth, Ann, either of you? I mean, all I think about is, you know, people are asking – are saying things that we're just trying to ruin his life and everything. And what about the embarrassment that we're causing his family and things like that? Well, you know, you, you have to understand that I come from a person who I am completely embarrassed of. So I understand where his kids, where they are supporting him because I have a father who I would have wholeheartedly supported and said he didn't do the things that he did. So I understand that his family is completely defending him. And I understand that there are two sides to every story, but you also have to understand that there, you have nothing to lie about. there's nothing to lie about here that why would someone want attention from a 50 or however old he is year old man? You know, don't you think that, I mean, yeah, we would have picked someone, you know, that's not 50, <laughs> actually attractive, you know, I mean, I'm not right. Like, like this is some coordinated but, effort by you all. I mean, you know, just a little bit, you know, yeah. Well, uh, again, I appreciate you all coming forward. You know, I think that the messages that get sent from the people in power are really important. And the message being sent right now from the school board and from the DA is that when teachers do this, nothing will happen to them. And that endangers 
not only you guys, but future children in our school systems, not just students of Mark Lee's, not just students at Livingston, but all throughout Tennessee. And I think at the end of the day, that's what we're fighting against because we know for sure that Mark Lee is not the only one doing this in this state, you know, and so we do need to see some consequences. We do need to see some accountability and the very small ask that these moms have is to see this man not be around kids anymore and to see the community and the school board stand up and make sure that they can protect these kids. So thank you so much, Caroline. I'll give you the final word here. If you have anything else you want to say, and then we'll let y'all go or Elizabeth. And I mean, there's really nothing else to say other than, I mean, the only really thing that bothers me about it is everybody on there, like Chloe said, like the negativity saying that we're liars and stuff. Like there's no reason for us to be lying about it. We don't want attention from this. Right. This will be the yeah. last thing that anyone would want attention from. Right. Yeah, there's really no upside for you guys to do this. So please, anybody that's in the area, Overton County and the Livingston area or Livingston Academy area, stand with these girls, show up, put some pressure on the school board, the Overton County School Board, to make sure that Mark Lee is never around kids anymore. That's that's what needs to happen here. He already served the suspension for this. So they have admitted that there is something going on here and now they need to take the next step and make sure that he's not in a position to ever do this again. And again, just as a final thought, I, I appreciate that you all are willing to stand here and do this, that you've been speaking up. Let us know how we can help. Uh, we're definitely, you know, here to try to lift up stories exactly like this. The, at the TN hollers us on Twitter at Cookville, at Seville holler on Twitter, Cookville holler on Facebook and the Tennessee holler on Facebook Keep an eye on our pages for those stories. And you guys, it's an open door. If there's anything we can do, please let us know. Thank, Thank you. you very much, Justin. Thank you all. Take care, everybody. Thank you.